0: Always. And in today's show, I'll be reacting to week 13 of fantasy football and previewing the week 14 waiver wire. I am back. I missed the second episode of last week as I announced on the Twitter, unfortunately, because I had a ton to do. ton of stuff to prepare for, for homework, getting ahead on that so that I could go to my debate tournament at Princeton over the weekend. And it was wild and the tournament went pretty well. And so, yeah, we broke to elimination rounds, so it was all worth it. But I did end up having to miss the podcast because there was just an absolute ton of stuff to do. So that's why I missed it last week. And now I'm back. Good to be back. Glad to be back on the microphone podcasting again. I hope all of you are doing well. Got to talk some fantasy football news, injuries, reactions, waiver wire on today's show. And again, apologies for missing the episode last week. You can follow on Twitter at SGF Pod for show updates at Calvin underscore gf. Uh, send fantasy questions over there. Second goal at gmail.com should have the start sit thread back up and running this weekend, as well as the second show of this week. So we're back in the swing of things once again, and there's some NFL to discuss and a lot of things happen in the NFL as usual. It's also the last week before the fantasy playoffs. So you better get yourselves in because I mean, for most fantasy leagues, week 14 is that last regular season week and you got to get Those key victories, players got to clutch up when it's necessary and then it's time for the playoffs and we're seeing some big breakouts happen and potentially some league winners coming into form now as we approach the fantasy playoffs. So news, injuries, reactions, waiver wire, let's start off with the injuries from the week. Week 13, notable injuries, there was some news, there was some stuff happening Not the greatest news for a lot of people. Lamar Jackson had a knee injury. That's the big one of the week for sure. Lamar Jackson with his knee injury. He may not play next week. It sounds like he's about week to week and unlikely to play. So we could see Tyler Huntley, who was liking to check the ball down a lot in when he came in for Lamar Jackson so this probably limits the pass catchers Huntley's a pretty good backup QB though arguably one of the best in the league so at least there's that and I mean Huntley's hard to stream I think at the moment maybe if you're really desperate Cortland Sutton hamstring injury he's hurt staff Matthew Stafford is likely done for the year now so the Rams I mean there's really no one trustworthy left on this offense the Rams are not good this year and after losing Stafford to the spinal cord contusion this offense is hard to trust and man Stafford with the back injuries has just been brutal. Like, I mean, it seems like that's probably something that's really never going to go away from him. And it's pretty sad because of, I mean, how much it's really ailed him and how difficult it's been for him to grind through that. Another quarterback who's been injured, Jimmy Garoppolo broke his foot out for the year. Josh Johnson is currently the backup who they just signed behind Brock Purdy playing for his 14th NFL team. And his third stint with the 49ers, that's Josh Johnson. He's the backup. We could see him. Panthers cut Baker Mayfield, so maybe we'll see them sign Baker Mayfield. Who knows? Kenneth Walker has a a jammed ankle, not a sprained ankle. It was weird. I read about it, like his, like, bone, or I guess his, like, ankle, like, kind of pushed down on itself, and it was like a inner strain rather than, like... A sprain, and I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, it seemed like he might be out a couple of weeks. Traylon Burks also had a concussion. He caught a big touchdown. Burks has looked so good lately, and it's—I really hope he can come back soon uh, because he's been great for fantasy and been great in real life. So that's it for the injuries. Let's go to reactions. PPR scoring leaders from the week. Quarterback one on the week was Jalen Hurts, 380 yards. Ran for touchdown on the ground, three touchdowns through the air, was dominant. You've got to start him. Joe Burrow showed up against Kansas City and won. He was huge. Um, Other than that, I mean, they were really the two big quarterback performances of the week. Like, to give you an idea, the next best performance was under 23 fantasy points, which is, I mean, like, really, really surprising. But Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow are the two big ones of the week. Buss, we didn't get a lot out of Kirk Cousins this week. And a lot of other guys were kind of just like mediocre. Deshaun Watson was really the big bust of the week coming. I mean, maybe some people started him because of the good matchup against Houston, but he still seemed pretty rusty. I think he'll get back into the swing of things though. At some point should be rostered in your fantasy leagues, but he's already rostered in like 78% of them. I think on ESPN running back the RB one of the week, Christian McCaffrey, who's surprised here. Tony Pollard has really had a nice breakout stretch. He's the RB two and should be starting for you going forward. Samaje so Piran, interestingly filling in for the out Joe Mixon. If you were smart enough to get him off the waiver wire, you were granted some help because he got over hundred, he had hundred six yards on the ground. And then DeAndre Swift, right now, I mean, I'm glad I wasn't on the podcast this week because I remember talking with someone about this, and I've been on Swift for weeks, and I've said Swift is going to break back out, and I had still completely believed that that he was going to break out of his slump, but I was like, you know what? I told a friend, I was like, this is too late for this season it's or I I don't think DeAndre Swift breaks out this week I don't think I mean I was talking about DFS specifically so I was like "Uh, I don't think so I don't think you put him in against the Jaguars at 6400 on DraftKings but um and I don't gamble by the way I'm not illegally gambling I'm underage so I obviously am not but I was giving advice and then Swift you know did pretty well RB four on the week I would say that's pretty good so unfortunate for my pick but good to see DeAndre Swift breaking out and this is something we should have expected to happen eventually of course so busts on the week Derrick Henry actually wasn't great Cordero Patterson has struggled as of late Antonio Gibson Nick Chubb most of those guys you can play still I think you should still play Patterson Gibson is really just risk very risky at this point very boomer bust so play with caution and maybe not the best flex play at times Wide receiver one on the week. There was This was a great week for wide receivers. Devontae Adams was great. Amon Ross St. Brown was great. A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill. They should be locked in your lineups. Interestingly, both Tyler Lockett and D.K. Metcalf had a great week this week. They've been on and off throughout the year. It's been pretty solid overall. And then Terry McLaurin continues to showcase that great connection with Taylor Heineke. And guys, Christian Watson won't stop scoring touchdowns. Two more this week. He should be locked in lineups. Same with Garrett Wilson. Same with Stephon Diggs. But yeah, I mean, that Christian Watson breakout, I'm so happy that the breakout I projected in preseason is finally happening. And it feels really good. And Watson is a very, and really an incredible talent. And once he got past those injuries, he's been great. Boss Michael Pittman, just this offense is so concerning. I mean, we saw the Cowboys drop 54 on the Colts. Jeff Saturday is not qualified as an NFL head coach. That was – this. This is like a weird, like, experiment. I don't know. It feels like it's, like, a, like, challenge. Like, it's, like, the Colts took up the, like, try, try to hire someone with no coaching experience challenge and, like, to see how well they do. But it's, like, it's more serious because it's the NFL and people's, like, live, livelihoods and jobs are at stake. So it's, like, it's, it's a strange, like if, – if they were doing this as, like, a joke, it's a very strange joke. And it doesn't seem like they're doing it at all as a joke. And it was a strange hire because – of all of these reasons and no coaching experience. So many more guys out there. And now the Colts just got mauled by the Cowboys. It doesn't look good for them over there. Juju Smith-Schuster also busted. I expect him to get back on track. Tight end. Tight end one on the week was Greg Dulcich. He had six receptions for 85 yards. That's how stupid the tight end position can be for fantasy sometimes. There was really nobody great. Noah Fant, Evan Ingram. All those guys are too untrustworthy to start from week to week, but they pop back up on the streaming radar us Travis Kelsey you don't say that often but he was the tight end 12 so he wasn't too great for you and really just like nobody was very good at this like this was probably the weakest tight end week of the season George Kittle just oh man there's so many weapons in San Francisco it's too hard to rely on George Kittle especially now with this new QB situation so I I think George Kittle is a risky start at this point which is unfortunate I mean, he's still one of the best tight ends in the league. I don't doubt that at all. And I don't think anybody doubts that at all, even despite these limited numbers. So let's move to waiver wire before we wrap up the show. These guys are rostered in 40% or less of ESPN leagues prior to Monday Night Football. And I don't know how, but Zonovan Knight is still available in more than 60% of leagues. He has been awesome. 15 carries for 90 yards on the ground last week. Super efficient. I think he has a chance to be the Jets starting RB going forward and should be rostered. James Cook, another week, a couple of weeks now straight with some big carries. And he had a good week for the Bills for fantasy football. So that's a very valuable position. The Bills running back spot. You should pick him up for sure. He's a priority add. Darius Slayton had a big game. He could have had even a bigger game if it wasn't for a drop. But I mean, I think he should. Be, I mean, he's still getting so heavily targeted. Um, Nico Collins having quite a nice stretch should be rostered and can be streamed. And Demarcus Robinson's a little more inconsistent, but he can also be rostered at wide receiver. So that is all for today's show. Thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Colin underscore SGF at SGF pod for the podcast, second goal fantasy at gmail.com. You can send fantasy questions over there. Thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe, review, rate the show, all of that.